Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode number 16 of the two-in-one golf podcast. Madison and myself are back after three weeks off, just like the PGA Tour. We took a short little break, but now we're back. Went down to the President's Cup, not, not this past weekend, but the weekend before last, to Charlotte, North Carolina. Had a great time. Had some highs, had some lows. We'll talk about that today. In this episode, we also have some upcoming tournaments, or I guess one tournament for Madison. And uh, yeah, I'm out of the match play. <laughs> it um, it was a good run. No sugarcoating it, right? Nope. It's uh, we'll just go ahead and put that out there. We'll get get the lows out of the way. Um, I lost four and three uh, in the semifinals. Uh, I mean, yeah, just you know, story of my life. Uh, the putter wasn't there. The uh, ball striking wasn't there as well. So when that happens, I mean, you just, it's going to be hard to win. Um, which is interesting because I, I made four birdies in 15 holes, but st- still lost four and three. So, yeah. Um, it sounded like you kind of got, uh, kind of got worked out on the course a little bit. What does that mean? Well, it just seems like, or it sounds like, uh, you know, he took advantage of uh, a cold putter coming out of your bag, and uh, he took well, he's moving on. He's moving on, and you're not, I guess. Can my putter be cold if it's never been hot? I, mean, I guess. Is it frozen now? I mean, it's been cold. Is it just frozen now? Frozen 3 featuring my putter? <laughs> there you go. I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, the, the putter, again, I don't, I don't know. Still need to see a putting coach. Still need a putter fitting. Um, got done with the round. This was last week on Tuesday. Um, I haven't played golf since. <laughs> yeah, you told me that you were just going to kind of shut it down for the season. So, I, I mean, yeah, like, might as well, right? I mean, I guess. This <laughs> I, don't, golf, I don't know. Fall golf is some is honestly some of the best time to play golf because – yeah. You can go out and in the evening, like, you know, three o'clock, four o'clock, just play a quick nine holes. I mean, there's nothing better than that. I did it this afternoon. I mean, there's nothing better than that. And you're just shutting it down for the year. So basically what you're telling me is because it's not going to get warm again until early March. You're not going to play till March. Is that correct? Oh, God. This is our first disagreement of the episode. I disagree completely. Fall golf might be the worst time of the year. Oh, you're okay. Think Explain back it. to the 2020 Explain Masters. It. Think back to the 2020 Masters. No, 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 no. How is that Masters? No, 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 no. 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 Answer, I'm talking the about just... <laughs> just answer the question. How is that Masters? It was forgettable. The course didn't play the same. Mm-hmm. They had orange flowers instead of the beautiful azaleas. <laughs> Dustin Johnson won on a very soft golf course it just wasn't the same all right now ladies and gentlemen close your eyes unless you're Mm -hmm. driving picture this you get off work for some reason you're working a an eight to four what do you You mean for some reason that's that's pretty common most people get off at it's a nine to five i mean but with with as many people working remotely now come on Okay, COVID's pretty much over. You should be going back into your offices. No, a lot of lot of places aren't going back to work at all. Never. Must be nice. Yeah. Okay. Most people are nine to five 
whether you're in the office or out of the office, right? Yep. Sunset right now, October 3rd, is around what? 6.30, 6.35? No, it was, uh, I think, like 7 tonight. Okay. So you have to hustle to the course. How long has it taken average golfer to play nine holes? I mean, tonight I played it in an hour and 15 minutes. And you didn't have any issues with darkness? No. Uh, but also, like, <laughs> I feel like, okay, okay. maybe right. maybe not, right? Maybe I'm wrong right, yeah. there. Yeah. But, like, the window for fall golf is so small. How about that? Okay, you're right. Because it gets dark pretty quick. Like, it's going it to be dropping like crazy. Then, boom, daylight savings, and then you just can't play at all. Right, um, I'll give you that. Also, like the leaves on the ground, I see everyone posting about like this like leaf rule, which the is leaf rule, yeah, not a real thing, but it should be. Like if you're playing fall golf and your ball goes towards like leaves, like you you're probably not gonna find it. I mean, I hit my woods pretty often anyway, so I'm always looking through the the leaves, no matter what time of year it is. So, I mean, you're you're right in my wheelhouse. Welcome to my world. It's leaf golf year round. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems so annoying. It's 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 really not though. I mean, like the temperature comes down, you're not having to worry about sweating bullets out there or anything like that. And in what do you I mean, you Okay, here we go right again. Now. Like I would rather sweat bullets in shorts and a t-shirt than have to bundle up and have that say, No, no, no. See, have right? that nasty no, 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 no. wind hit your face and you start Look. crying. <laughs> I know you're out there crying this okay, afternoon. Like, That's why your eyes are red. Okay, look at this. So we're right now we're in the sweet spot, right? Where it's about 65. So you're not bundling up to go out 65 there. 65 where? In Rona. It was where not I am 60, right now. It was it was not 65, it was 65 degrees. 65 degrees today. It's going to be 67 tomorrow and 73 on Wednesday. Is that the actual or what it felt like? That's the actual. What did it feel like? Because it no was idea. windy. We had gale force winds today. We didn't have wind in Roanoke. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So anyway, like I said, we're in this sweet spot right now where you're not having to bundle up. Like today, I left left work or I finished with what I don't actually have to like go to an office, but finished up with what I was doing, went to the golf course, teed off about 4.30. And just a polo and dress pants. Yeah. And it was fine. This is this this is the best time, in my opinion, the best time. October, or let's say end of September through October is the best time to play golf. It's only though, I'm here's a caveat here. Only if you're if you're okay with playing nine. Because there's no way you're playing 18 after work. That just doesn't happen with like you said with the sun and everything like that but right now you can get out and play nine holes and it's cheap 19 dollars today nine holes the straight with a cart the the best time to play golf is when you can only play nine holes no 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 i'm saying the with the way the weather is right now it's very comfortable outside all the courses have or most of the courses have reduced their rates because it's fall yep you can you can get those bug eyes if you want, but I'm telling you. And uh, it's just it's just a great time, great time to play. Wow. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to uh, agree to disagree. Yeah. 
Yeah. And if you can't tell um, that we are doing this over, we're back to our old ways. We're doing this uh, virtually. I, uh, I've got a pretty, pretty hectic travel schedule. I'm on the road. Mm, I think about 75% of the month. Um, and hopefully all that will be winding down second week of November. So on the road again. Yes. So speaking of on the road, we went down to Charlotte, North Carolina. Nice little four hour, 30 minute drive from Richmond. Yeah. Uh, went down Saturday afternoon, arrived late Saturday night. Very late. Stayed at a very nice hotel. Shout out to Madison for booking that hotel. I am a rookie when it comes to traveling. <laughs> Madison is a sensei, a master uh, if you will, when it comes to traveling, he taught me so many things uh, during this trip. Uh, we go down, get up Sunday. I'm an early riser. Madison's, you know, whatever he's doing over there. Uh, get to Quill Hollow. Forgot the name of the course for a second. Mm. Uh, at 1030, play doesn't start until like 1230, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, nice bus ride. Everything is super nice. The temperature, like that was a good temperature day Wait, do we want to talk about the bus ride sure we can talk about the bus ride <laughs> do we want to do you want to talk about the whole trip yeah because yeah. I, I know what you're gonna say okay all right we'll all right continue so what you got i got the tickets yep right for the whole trip right so this, i had tickets that's why we went okay now for some reason in charlotte they had like five different lots that you can choose to park from and you know i just i had the tickets so i didn't think like parking was ever going to be an issue so we're on the way down and i pull up the parking i see there's five different lots you have to pay for it online beforehand i was like okay that's interesting usually you know you pay for parking when you get there um so the red lot i think it was was like a 10 minute drive to the course mm-hmm. but it was 40 dollars in the Wait, was that one? Lot. Was that one forty? I thought it was one was twenty and one was forty, and then one was free, right? I don't know. The purple lot was free, and the red yeah. one was forty. Okay, I think green might have been twenty. Okay, yeah. So Madison's like, "Oh man, a thirty-minute bus ride—that's kind of tough." I was like, "Yes, yeah. so like we'll splurge, right? We already had tickets. Like we'll splurge and get a uh, and pay the forty bucks and park in the red lot." Yeah, that was sold out. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so, like no chance. So the red lot the red lot was because this is the day before red lot wasn't an option so i was like all right like whatever we'll just take the 30 minute bus ride so we go to the purple lot we park they have uh charter buses yep super nice um you know old man madison we're on the way we've been in this bus for maybe 15 minutes <laughs> he's like oh man my back there's for some reason so so the bus there had the most uncomfortable seats and the bus ride back had the most comfortable seats. I don't know why it was the it's, weirdest thing, but it felt like I was sitting on cinder blocks covered in fabric on the way there. It's so strange because we literally like rode in your car for four and a half hours and we didn't stop when we got dinner, but we like didn't really stop and you had no issues. Yeah, you sit on a charter bus for 15 minutes, and you're you're getting up, you're moving around, you're doing the weird stretches <laughs> that people do, and they don't want to like fully get up, and it was just so strange. 
because uh, we had just driven four and a half hours. Um, but so that was our bus ride. We got there. Uh, we sit on the driving range for 20 minutes and saw Michael Greller, and that's it. Like, we saw we saw <laughs> Greller carrying Jordan's bag, walks over to the ball tent. I don't even know if he got golf I, balls. I didn't see him after that. Like, I'd never saw him. So it's, sun, it's Sunday singles, right? Like, JTT's off in 50. Like, Jordan's like an hour and two minutes. Like, all right, these guys should be like warming up pretty soon. No. We sat there for 20 minutes. No one came out. We were like, all right, let's just head to the first tee. Head to the first tee. Wait, do you want to do you want to tell people what we found out while we were sitting at the range? Well, I was getting ready to say this. Like, oh. so we found out at the range that you can buy these wristbands that basically secures your spot in like the first tee, like grandstand. I, I don't even think you were buying them. I think you just had to be in line by a certain time, and then they gave you one, oh. and that was it. So we're sitting there and I'm looking around and everyone's got these cool wristbands on say president's cup on and they look cool. And I'm like, I wonder what that's like. That's so weird. Like I see so many people with them. Did we miss something? Like, does that get you into like a certain tent? Is that, is that something extra that you get? And this lady, I guess, is just listening to our entire conversation. And she turns around and goes, um, they're for the first tee and they sold out at like nine 30. And I was like, Oh, fantastic. We're an hour late. That would have been perfect to know. So yes, no shot we, at getting on the first tee for us. Well, we walk over and they had this rule. Like if you're not in your seat before, like an hour before that first 20 minutes, time, 20 minutes, 20 minutes. Yeah. 20 minutes. Oh, okay. So if you're not in your seat, 20 minutes for that first uh, tee shot, like they just give your seat up. So we like, we walk through the first tee and we see maybe like 50 plus people waiting in this line, trying to get in. We're like, all right, no shot. We can get into the first tee. Like Madison has this, dream this i guess this goal that he wants to stand on the first tee box at the masters was it the masters one the open the president's cup and the Ryder cup mm-hmm. is that correct yep you want to be on that first tee box whatever day you just want to hear them announce names i guess yeah and that was quickly shut down we saw oh, that, that was, line we heard yeah. about the wristbands so we walked past the first tee we see this massive grandstand it's you know, it's an insane place to be if you can actually get in. Yeah. So, all right, we're going to have to just miss the first tee. Let's go hit the fan shop because we have an, like I said, we have an hour plus before well, these players to y'all. Well, so let's go back to the first tee because I was telling you something when we were walking about it. So the first tee's there. And of course, there's nobody playing yet or whatever, but it's this massive grandstand. They're playing music. It's a good time. Like everyone's just kind of like loose. It's, um, it just seems like a lot of fun. And I was like, wouldn't that be so cool to do at some of the other like elevated tournaments? Because we, t- I was like, wouldn't that be great to do at all tournaments? And you're like, well, could you see them doing that at, I don't know, I'm going to throw it out there, like the Sanderson farm? No, probably not. But like the elevated tournaments, like how cool would that be? Like it definitely gave it a different feel, I think. It just seemed more, more fun. And, it, and I would assume for the players too, they had where the players came in, I think you could pay – to be like underneath and as they would, the players would basically like walk right past you as they were going to the first tee, like through underneath that, through that tunnel. And I was like, that's such a cool idea. Like that's, that's something that like, it, it makes people feel like they're close to the player. And I don't know. I just think they should do it at more tournaments and maybe with these elevated events, it would be something they could add to it. 
Yeah, I think so. I think I agree. It would add to the fan experience. Uh, it would definitely be cool to see like the top sixty-four players, just you know, right up in your face. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just depends. It has. It you're right. It have to be those those elevated events because you you couldn't do it for like the John Deere or something small like that. No. Um, so we go past the first tee. We'll hit the fan shop right where you get all your merchandise. Talk about an absolute madhouse. It's Sunday, an hour before the players tee off at the Presidents Cup, and there must have been like how many people do you think were in the it was, that tent? It was scary. I mean, it was honestly scary. Like it, you see those videos of like I don't know Black Friday maybe ten years ago where like Walmart yeah. was giving away the TVs and people are like literally crushing people to get to them. That's what it felt like. Yep. Like people exactly were what it was like. tearing racks apart. Like I've never seen. Like I've been other tournaments i was at the u.s open at pebble beach and you know all, all these other fan shops and everything's just kind of like you know it's more relaxed i mean there's a decent amount of people there but it was pandemonium in there it was pan like i i couldn't believe it and so i'm trying so like the red where you walk in at the registers are on the complete opposite side i don't know what would you say that's probably like 100 100 yards yeah maybe a little bit longer end. but yeah okay all right so yeah. So we're obviously trying to get whatever we want and then, you know, still be able to make it back as people are teeing off and everything. So I grab a couple of things and it's just like impulse stuff, right? Like you're just seeing something you're like, well, I don't know if it'll be here later. So you're just grabbing it. Um, and so there's a guy and he's directing people in line and he's like, you know, I, I think I see the line and it's not that long. And then the kid, the guy's like, oh, it's back there. And I'm like starting where I came in at yeah. and having to follow this line all the way to the front. It was absolutely insane. Yeah, I couldn't take it. Um, I didn't see anything I liked. I ended up losing Madison. I was like, okay, I'll just wait outside for him. I texted him. He was like, oh, I just got him in line. I was like, great. <laughs> so at this point, like, we hadn't had any food yet. So I was like, I'm going to go hit a concession stand while Madison waits in this long line. Um, so I go get food, you know, a couple of coffees, whatever. And I'm still waiting on Madison. And like I had finished my coffee by the time Madison came out. And I see Madison walk out. He's got a bag. He's got some shirts, a couple hats. And this man has an umbrella. Do you want to tell? <laughs> well, first of all, have you used the umbrella? I did. I did. Okay. I was going to say, yeah. we, we just had a hurricane. So yeah, if you no. didn't use it during the hurricane, like, you're just never yeah. going to use it's it. It's actually pretty funny because I, um, I was telling Danielle the story as well. And she was like, we're never going to use that umbrella. So the first like sign of rain, when we had that hurricane, I was like scrambling to get it undone and like go to the front porch and open it up. And it's really nice when you open it up, but um, yeah. So I'm, I'm in line and I just see these people coming out of the back with just armfuls of umbrellas, just armfuls of umbrellas. And I'm like, well, that's really weird. Like I didn't think it was going to rain. Like we, we saw that it could rain, but we weren't, you know, you, you don't think it's going to hit. So I'm like opening my weather app and I'm looking at everything and I see like this green cloud coming, coming towards us. And I'm like, Oh, great. So I'm getting close to the front of the line and um, the guy who's directing people where to go. I was like, Hey, do you think there'd be any way you could grab me an umbrella or like, could I get an umbrella? I don't feel like getting all the way out of line though. And uh, he's like, just ask the person when you check out, then maybe they can help you out. I'm like, I could cool. So I go up and I'm, you know, checking out and the guy goes, uh, 
uh, I was asking, him, I was like, can I, can I get an umbrella too? Like, is there any way that you could get me an umbrella? And he's like, oh, I probably can't. And I'm like, okay, no worries. Like, obviously I'm not meant to have it. So, you know, he just continues to scan everything. So he finishes and like, I, I'm taking my card out and he goes, hold on one second. So he just disappears and he like goes in the back and he's back there for, I don't know, like a minute or two. And then he comes out with his umbrella in his hand. I was like, oh, fantastic. Like what service? So he, he brings this umbrella and he hands it to me and he scans it. And he looks at me with a, almost like a little bit of fear in his eyes. I didn't understand it at first. And he goes, um, that's a hundred dollars. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I looked at him and I said, uh, well, I guess we're doing it since you went back there and got it and everything. Like, I guess I gotta, I feel like I gotta have it now. So, um, bought the umbrella and, uh, it didn't rain one drop. So I carried it around. Actually, it was really nice just to kind of use it as a little bit of a walking stick around that course, but yeah, it did not rain at all. Not one drop, but it's a great umbrella. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you got some use out of it this weekend. I did. It was great. It was, it was, it's really nice. Like what I said, when you open it up, it's got the President's Cup logo on it. And it's just, it's a really nice umbrella. Would I ever pay a hundred dollars for that umbrella anywhere else? Not a, not a chance, not a chance. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Madison gets his things. I give Madison his food that I got for him while he was still inside. He, um, then we start heading like more towards the golf course. And we're thinking like this place is getting packed. Like, yeah, the crowds are starting to form. There's people everywhere. Like fairways are lined on the first two holes before anyone even in teed off. So we get on this hill and we can't, well, I can't. Yeah. I, I was going to say, do you want to talk about that? <laughs> yeah. So I can't, you know, I'm on the shorter side. I'm average, you know, uh, height. And, you know, Madison's like six two, six three, whatever. So I can't see these shots coming in. You just hear them. And I'm just like, Madison, like, we got to go ahead. We have to move ahead of the crowds and get somewhere where we can actually see these shots. So we watch JT tee off on two, mm-hmm. watch him hit his approach shot on two. And we're like, all right, if we're going to watch, like, we have to pick a hole and we'll stay there and, like, watch tee shots. Go to hole number four. Um, was it hole number four? Yeah. T-box of four. Number four. So it's number four is a par four. And three is just on the other side of the T-box. And like, we can't really see anything, but we see like the crowds are going nuts because mm-hmm. JT just made this like long birdie in Madison. Like, man, we missed it. Like, we got to get, we got to get close to the green. Yeah. So we watch JT and Jordan, both of their groups, tee off on four. And then we start walking again. And we're, we're telling ourselves we probably got to get to like hole eight or hole nine. Mm-hmm. And as we're walking to eight, we see, I don't know, he's not a celebrity, but we see an, an important figure, I guess. Yeah, I, I, we were walking just off the fairway, um, kind of yep. like in the trees or whatever. And um, I, I, I kind of, like, I don't, it's one of those things where you like, you see someone, you're like, oh, that's so-and-so. Like, you just kind of, like, you know it, but you're, you're kind of in a situation you're like, I'm surprised that you are where you are. So we're walking and I like look over and um, I'm like, man, that guy looks really familiar. And I look at um, Sterling, I was like, that's, that's JT's dad. That's, that's Mike Thomas. 
Like, <laughs> and, and I'm like, who? and I'm like, and there's his mom. Like, there, there's his mom there too. Like, they're just, they're just chilling here. Um, and I was like, Sterling, like, go get a, go get a photo with him. Like, perfect time. Like, he's in the, he's not doing anything. He's just, you know, he's just hanging out, just watching. And you froze. I didn't freeze because you're not telling the story right you froze no you said here's uh, what actually happened. uh, do you think i should here's what actually happened you and i were walking and you go i think no 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 there was no think you said i think that's jt's dad mike thomas that's i'm pretty sure that's jt's dad and then as soon as i we turned around because he was kind of like walking walking past each other and then i turn around and he happened to turn around because i think jt's mom was saying something to him and i i saw him face on and i was like that's definitely jt's dad that's mike thomas right so why would i like why am i the person that has to go over there and say hi to him and get a photo because well well, we talked about it and it was like it may it makes sense right no, Mike we talked it. No, Mr. no, no, no. PGA Stop. No, because we talked about this. And then Sterling Simmons, PGA professional. Like, I don't see in any scenario where it doesn't work out. Or you say, hey, I'm Madison. I play some recreational golf. Can I get a photo with you? I just think it made more sense. That's not what happened in real time. When, when you said, hey, pretty sure that's Mike Thomas. We we both froze, right? Because he well, was we talking. Turned, yeah, we yeah we both turned around. We both yeah we we looked at him, he was talking to someone else, and then we were like, uh, like, do we go say hi? Do we not? We both got scared, didn't say anything to him, and then we kept walking. As we were walking away, we were like, well, man, I was like, well, maybe I should have said something because like I'm a PGA pro. He's a PG. I don't know if he still is, but you know, he was or is a PGA pro. Like, that could have been a good connection. We could have got a photo, a handshake, whatever. And Madison's just like, yeah, you blew it. <laughs> I'm like, how did I blow it? You were standing right there, too. Like, you could have easily... You're the one that recognized him. Why not just be like, oh, hey, Mr. Thomas, like, nice to meet you, fan of your son. Obviously, everyone there is. But I don't know. I See, see that's the thing, right? Like, when you're kind of just in the crowd... I mean, just a random fan coming up to you and be like, oh, hey, can I get a photo with you? Like, that's, you know, sometimes you can be like, oh, I don't know about that. But you're literally a PGA professional, which is who he is as well. Like, you have that in common. Hey, I'm, you- a, I'm a PGA teaching professional as well. Would love, love to get you on the podcast. Can I get a photo? <laughs> Would love to get you on the pod. No, I'm saying like, surprise, everyone. Mike Thomas here, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> No, but like he probably gets your situation a lot more than he gets mine. So like I just think for him it might make more sense or it might it might make him feel better or more comfortable with another PGA professional. I don't think it'd make him feel better or more comfortable. It might be like a different change of pace. Yeah. Maybe. But like he probably gets people like you all the time, just your average Joe that plays golf and you know, wants to get a quick photo and shake his hand. It's also one of those people where it's like it's just Mike Thomas, like no disrespect. But like, it's not a huge what? It's not a huge. Now he's miss. definitely never been great. Would have been would have been great to get him on and like quick photo. We had the mics in our hand, like we could have got him a quick interview. But 
that definitely wasn't going to happen because we didn't want to say hi to the guy. Um, Plus, we can never have, figure out how to get the mics to work. So that would have been really awkward. No, we figured out at that point. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It just, Anyways, I, we, so, we blew it. We, we yeah, blew it. We blew it. Um, so we blew it with Mike Thomas. We keep walking. We hit eight. There's still people. We hit nine. There's still people. We're like, all right, I guess we're going to the back nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, Madison and I found a home on hole number 12, which is part five. Uh, top of the hill, nice, you know, grassy area, beautiful weather. So we sit there and we wait probably 30 minutes. Um, and then we just watch every single group come through. We saw every player at the President's Cup. So that was a pretty cool um, experience. A lot of birdies, um, some fist pumps. Um, but we're on 12. And like 12 is one of those holes where like, yeah, you're going to birdie because it's par five. But nothing like really matters on hole 12 like it's too early in the match well that and it just seemed like it, it just didn't you know like i was telling you while we we're sitting there i was like i really want i really want the fist pumps like i really want some, like someone to make a putt that that means something but where they had it pinned on 12 on sunday was like in a really difficult spot it was like right on the edge of that cliff i want to say mm-hmm. um, on the green just kind of basically bisects the entire green and there's, they, they pin it right there. So even if you're coming in at the flag, it's usually rolling away into a little gully. We saw, I think Adam Scott, Hideki, they were both in the bunker right in front of us. Um, like there was just, it, it just didn't seem like we hit the right hole, I guess is what I'm saying. We saw yeah. everyone play. We saw a lot of great shots there, but we just, I think we were not at the, the right hole, but oh well. So yeah, on hole 12, and like we had this feeling that we weren't on the right hole because we could hear oh. a bunch of roars. Yeah. And like every time, like I could just see Madison like kind of get a little visibly upset, getting <laughs> down on himself. Because he I'll be honest, we got to hole 12 and we watched a few groups come through, and he was like, I think we need to move. And I was like, Man, like we're in a great spot here. Like, I'm thinking like we're comfortable. We're like right next to the rope, no one's in our way. I was thinking, like, it's too late to move because then we're going to have a bad spot. Like, we have to sit behind people. And I'm five, eight and a half, and I won't be able to see. <laughs> so we stick it out on hole 12, and there's another roar and another roar and another roar. And, like, we're, we're trying to – Madison's got his phone out watching the coverage, and we're like, oh, like, JT just tied the match on 17. Um, I don't know, like Spieth just closed out his match against whoever he played. And I felt so bad, but like, we were in such a good spot. No, like we we were. And I, and that's what we talked about. Like we just wanted to be able to see, see everyone come through. And we had it, we really did have a great spot. I mean, like I said, Adam and, and Hideki hitting out of the bunker, they were, I don't know, six feet from us. I yeah. mean, they were, they were so close. Um, but as we were kind of leaving, we were, we we're kind of to the point where we'd seen everybody and we were kind of making our way out. We go down, we go behind 12 and kind of down this hill and see this grandstand. And, and we're like, oh, we can cut over this way because we were going to go up to the left, but we're like, we can cut this way and we go down. And mm-hmm. then we walk on, on the 15 and it's like the Coliseum there. I mean, that is where, and I'm like, this is where all the roars are coming from. So Max is in the fairway. And um, I'm like, let's just, let's see if we can watch 
this shot or like just let's watch him play this hole and then we can leave so we actually kind of were like on the left like the left hand side of the green and there was a very very small group of people kind of in front of us and I say small group of people it's just a single line all the way so we were able to kind of look through like in between people's heads and had a perfect shot watch max you know just absolutely flush it um and I was like we're gonna we're gonna hear a roar like max is gonna make this and we're gonna hear the roar and he drains that putt and I got it on video and we posted I think on all the socials um but like that fist pump, that roar, that everything, like that was what I wanted out of the Presence Cup experience. And it was unfortunate because at that point, it was over. Was it? Yes. It didn't matter. The Presidents Cup was already won. I thought we, I thought, was it after his shot though? I can't remember. But anyways, yeah, you're it right. Was, it was right around that same time. Yeah, it was before. Yeah. Um because Xander was the one that officially like won the cup for USA and he was playing in front of Max Homa. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, so we watched Max pretty much finish out, uh, went back to the fan shop after things had like calmed down. I picked up a few things. Um, there was nothing in there. Yeah, I found some, some decent stuff, I think. Um, but yeah, it was, the place was ransacked. It was like the looting back in like 2021 or whatever. Um, <laughs> finishing the fan shop and we, we've had this debate on the podcast before like do you wait till the end of the event and then leave and you just have to sit in traffic or do you leave a few minutes early and, and, and beat the traffic and we waited pretty much until every group finished I think Kisner was on the whole 15 or 16 and we start you know making our way to the bus and it's not looking good the red lot the green lot all the lots had long lines of people waiting to get on the buses i think we ended up waiting what like 40 minutes was it that oh i guess it was that long it could have been longer we (laughs) cut at least 100 people unknowing unlike we didn't know that we did it until we got up there and then we were like oh wow we cut in front of all these people i'll be honest (laughs) i'll be honest (laughs) i knew we were cutting probably i don't how do i say this i knew we were starting to cut people probably like halfway before we got to halfway does that make sense like three-fourths of the way before we got to halfway, i was like oh i think this is our line well we were kind of walking with the flow right exactly that was the thing there was no like they had signs where the buses were picking up but there was nothing else it was just like a bunch of people walking down this road and then you just kind of like got off it was like on an off-ramp towards where your bus was supposed to go so we were just like walking with all these people because there was another lot even past ours yeah there was another one past ours so i thought we were just kind of walking and then i realized that we were in the right line so we just kind of like tucked in and just were walking two by two with some other people um but yeah Yeah, super super casually just kind of stopped walking and shuffled a little bit to our right yeah i think people saw that i had an umbrella and they were just like we're just we're gonna let him go he paid way too much for that umbrella we already feel bad for him so yeah they're like this guy made he's already screwed up once today we'll just let him have this he already made a big mistake so we're just gonna well we're gonna ignore this 
So, yep, got on the bus, uh, got home late Sunday night. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that was our, pretty much our President's Cup experience. Did I miss anything? Um, I don't think so. Here's the question. Would you go back? Would you do it again? Or have you, because you've done it once, do you not care anymore? I'd definitely go back. I would, I think I would do our original plan of going, leaving Saturday morning, getting down there, playing golf, you know, getting to the hotel early. Um, I would also get to the course early, right? So we can get on that first too, because I think that would have been, that would have been insane for all 12 groups. Yeah. That would have been crazy. I think that would have been one of the, because you think about it and you're really like, by the time all 12 groups teed off, you could have gone to 15. You could have gone to 15 and still been and fine. That's why I think there are so many people already at 15. Yeah. So, so. Um, that's the only thing I would do differently. I probably would have looked, probably would have done, paid for the better lot, made sure we were there early enough to get the uh, first tee wristbands. And um, I think, honestly, though, we talked about it. I think Saturday is the day. Yeah, Sunday, you're right. Sunday was nice. Saturday is the day. Yeah. I think that if I could do it again, I would I would switch the day. Now I wonder how it works for Saturday. Like if you get that wristband, like are you do you have it for the whole day? Mm, good point. I maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they do two draws. But you're there you're there at the course all day. I mean Yeah. They take a break, but I mean you're there all day. No, for sure. Maybe we go down Friday next time and play on Friday and then go Saturday. Um, but yeah, yeah, besides that and not, not shaking Mike Thomas's hand. Mm. Um, but yeah, such a mess. Um, so then we got back, they said Sunday night, I played in a captain's choice tournament Monday, had to leave immediately after we finished. So I actually don't even know how we finished in the tournament. Um, hit it pretty well. Um, putted okay, but my ball striking was there. So good vibes heading into Tuesday which was my match play match. And then, you know, we already said like things fell apart. Um, but moving on from my game, kind of getting into your game, Madison, like you have a tournament this coming Saturday. <laughs> you are playing in the RVA Open, which is a local tournament uh, run by First Tee. So that's this Saturday. Yeah. Have you, you said you played golf today. Yeah, I did play golf today. Um, would Would you shoot? I didn't keep score. Okay. Um, I was really just about because I mean, I got because we obviously there was a little bit of a time crunch. Fall golf, and um, you can't you can't <laughs> say I love playing fall golf. And then I was rushing the whole round. No. But yeah, so I mean, I got there and I just you know I went straight to the first tee. Um, no warm up. No warm up couple of practice swings on the first tee. That's it. Um, I hit the ball pretty well, honestly. I, I was trying to, I was trying to like work on shaping shots on certain holes. Like I was playing a couple balls and that did not go well. Um, so I will not be doing that on Saturday. <laughs> Just going to stick to what I know. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's in an okay spot. I putted the ball really well today. I will say, I don't know what grass it is, but I played hanging rock today. And the greens are like Velcro. Mm. I, don't, I don't, I mean, do you know what kind of grass that would be? Like they, the ball just did not want to roll on it. No, I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't know what it is. I might have, I might have to look it up. Cause that's like, you would, I could hit a ball like on some of them on the practice screen as I rolled a couple on the practice screen, just kind of feel it out a little bit. I just couldn't get some of them to the hole. Yeah. They just were, it was just like sticky grass, but yeah, I don't know. Um, you'll finally be able to, it's an 18 hole individual stroke play tournament for you. So we'll actually get a score. I feel like you haven't told us a score in a long time and you're trying to qualify for the state open. Um, so we'll get like an official tournament round. Oh, I, I mean, I can, well, yeah, I played 18 on when I played 18. Was that Friday last week? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yes, yeah, so no, no, no. I think it was Thursday. No, we had class no. on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Friday. So Friday was the hurricane day. So maybe Wednesday then. Yeah. Okay. We'll say Wednesday. Okay. So Wednesday last week, I did play. Um, I did play 18 at um, the first, first tee. tee. Yeah, at the first tee at Tattersall in Chesterfield, and um, I shot 69, which sounds really good, but the course is what's the yardage on it do you know hand 54 uh, from the tips i don't think it's that much yeah it's a super short course at par 66 so three over yeah. um, got nine par threes yeah a lot and i'm not a great par three player but um the week before that i played nine holes at blacksburg country club um and shot two over three over two over on nine. Um, so the game is, is getting to a better position. Um, so I'm not going to shut it down like some people and just kind of keep grinding. Um, and I'll start it back up early next year to continue grinding. So um, I don't make a fool of myself trying to qualify for the, the state open. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm just down on myself right now with my game. So. I mean, you, I I just have nothing to play for until yeah. The you spring, said so. So you said that. Um, I can't remember where we were talking. Maybe we were talking last week or a week before, and you're like, "Yeah, if I'm not like, if I'm not out there, if there, you know, we're not playing for money or anything like that. Like, I just have no reason to just go out there. Like, I just don't want to just go out there." And I'm like, it's, I thought that was so weird. It's hard for me. I don't want to sound arrogant, um, but like. It's hard for me at my level to like get excited to just go play golf. Like I need something to motivate me. I need like some competition. I need money on the line. I, I need a good like a good match. You know what I'm saying? Like why do you play golf? Just to relax and just kind of have fun. I don't know if I'm too competitive. Well, if I just go out and play nine, like I don't relax. I don't have fun unless i shoot like a certain score yeah it's probably i mean i get what you're saying for you for for being good (laughs) i guess i should say for you know um someone who actually goes out there and kind of kind of know where their ball is going each shot um i could see how it could become repetitive and a little boring um but for me it's always an adventure because like i said you never really know where it's gonna go Right. It's a, so that's, I guess that's why I keep going out there. Just I'd to, like see where to the ball's go. <laughs> try and narrow it into the middle of the fairway. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe hopefully I find it. Uh, I used to have that motivation. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like just, 
it's also tough because I never feel like I, I never find a good match. You know, with like playing with local people, like my buddies. Mm. Like, no offense to you, but like, it's just, it's tough. It's tough giving people strokes and then playing goal. I just feel like giving, giving or getting strokes is so strange. But, and I mean, but that's what it's there for. I know. Okay. But it's just, it's just <laughs> weird. Like, you're telling me that, like, if I'm a plus handicap or if let's say I'm a plus two, like, and we play the par fives, like I have to make a birdie or else like I have to add strokes to my score. Like, it's just, I don't know. I like to play straight up matches. Yeah. But sometimes even like, so I guess that's the thing. Like, even if you just go out and play with your friends, like in no matter what the score is, you're just out there just to kind of hang out. Like what's, what's wrong with that? I I don't go to just hang out. I go to beat my friends. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, we're talking two different things then, obviously. No, but I mean, it's, um, I don't know. I, I enjoy just getting out there. I probably, like I said, I won't shut it down until, until much later, but. Yeah, that's good. Good for you. I'm glad one of us is motivated to play this game. Um, yeah, I mean can you believe that some people would have like a podcast and do TikTok videos and everything over this game? Like, it's insane. I like the podcast. I like doing the podcast. I like making the videos. It's just going out to play is what it's like. Sometimes it's just not fun. <laughs> gotcha. Um, gotcha. In other, okay. in other news, I, I, I do need to apologize to the listeners. Um, during this three week break, Max Verstappen, and at the F1 crew, the circuit, whatever, they had a race this past weekend. Um, in the last episode, last podcast, I guaranteed a Verstappen victory if he crossed the line. Now, a couple things. I didn't know it was going to rain. That I also matter. didn't know the team principal was going to drain Verstappen's fuel and he wouldn't be able to finish qualifying. He ended up starting in like, eighth place in the um, rain he, yeah it was either seventh or eighth yeah he finished he started he started eighth um finished seventh maybe sixth i think he finished seventh um but i don't know it's in formula one like with rain the track being wet like you're not gonna make up eight positions or no i told you it's it all comes down to the pitch strategy and honestly he had a shot at getting back up there, but he overshot that corner and had to spin around. And that's when he dropped all the way back down because yeah. he was up to fifth. fourth, fifth or fourth. Yeah. It was fifth with the safety car. Right. And he was running down Lewis Hamilton, I believe. No. Um, Ricardo. And then raced too hard into the corner that couldn't slow down. So he went there, had to turn around and then, um, Sebastian Vettel, uh, the rich kid. I can never remember his name. What's his, what's that dude's name? Lance Stroll. Lance Stroll, yeah. And uh, Lewis Hamilton all passed him from yeah. there. And then he had to pit to get new tires. So what he did was he was trying to get past Ricardo, carry too much speed into the turn, had to lock up his brakes, which then left flat spots on his tires, had to go in, pit, 
came back out with the soft compound tire. And eventually it was just too much to overcome. Um, but like I said, he finished seventh. So again, I do apologize if you all lost money this weekend. Um, you know, the weather is something that I just didn't see coming three weeks ago, obviously. Um, but yeah, what else? Are The Giants played the Bears. Mm-hmm. And the Giants won. We are now three and one. Unfortunately, Madison's team is the Bears. They lost. They're now two and two. Um, but like, not not. I don't know. Two and two for the Bears right now. I feel like it isn't a bad start for you all. Um, no. But I mean, we haven't had any. We haven't had really great seasons in a while. So anything above five hundred is positive. Yeah, I think so. Plus, like. No one's running away with it in your division yet, so um, still a chance. Yeah, um, I, I just – I don't know. It's, it's all about sustainability. Like, can we see some, some momentum coming up? Obviously, the loss um, to the Giants wasn't great, but can we see some momentum and maybe turn it around and finish the season strong? I don't know. We'll see. Only time will tell. It's true. Uh, but that is it for this episode. Uh, we appreciate you all tuning in. Madison, any final thoughts? Um, I don't think so. Do we want to talk about merch? We did have some merch at the President's Cup. We may be uh, having some out soon. TBD. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I guess uh, uh, when that when that happens, we'll let you all know. Um, we should, yeah, know thank- should know in a couple weeks. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, yeah. Um, Thank you all for, for listening and tuning in. Uh, much appreciated if you made this far in the episode. Check us out on all the socials at 2in1golf or 2in1golf podcast. That's on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter. And we'll see you all next week.